HOAs can kill bees? Florida is one of the few states that allow homeowners associations, HOAs, to kill bees instead of calling a beekeeper to relocate them. Neighborhoods are moving in. And who is advocating for the bees? Save America. Stop socialism. Fight for faith, family, and freedom. An underground podcast by Boots in the Ground Bikers for Trump Chapter President Benjamin Alexander. At Benito 850 Strong, he interviews full-time patriots, finds people you know, and shares positive messages. He advocates for peace and justice. Warning, this podcast is not for everyone. This underground audio content distributes truth and light to every culture of the world. Be advised, sharing this channel on Big Tech Social may limit your exposure on Wastebook by the indoctrinated fascist. It's we the people versus big tech. It's Trump versus Soros. I was thinking, and I had some great ideas, so great, that I wrote a few of them down. And then I was thinking, wow, I wish I could tell the whole world all these great ideas. Like, how do I do that? And then I was thinking, oh yeah, I have a podcast and I have an automation, unlimited communication platform, ClickFlow. Life is hard. Our software isn't. So I have a few things I want to talk about. And I want to start being a little more consistent with these. So do it, go do me a favor. Like and share. And I'm going to put this on BenjaminHerbovi.com. I want to do all those things that the successful writers and speakers do. And I've always just called them a sellout because I'm an artist. I do art for the purity. Well, I'm tired of being a broke artist. I'm too damn smart for this. My last name is Horbovi. Let me tell you the topics of today. Let me ramble a little bit. If the audio sucks, I'll delete it. If it's good, I'll just run with it. Send it. It's storming in Tallahassee Friday night, 7.45. I'm driving home in my brand new whip. This is new to me brand new Honda CRV with 160,000 miles on it. There is a car quote unquote shortage going on. <laughs> Whatever. The price of used cars right now is through the roof. Tonight's topics. What's going on with conservative campaigns in Florida? Are we going to continue with Rhino Rubio or is the grassroots candidates going to start taking up? What's going on in Orlando? What's going on in Tampa? The conservative patriots that you should know about. I'll tell you about that. I'll also fill you in with the uh, court case, the criminal case. Liberty Patriot versus Deep State, round two in Tallahassee. I defeated them round one when they tried to silence me and send a court order banning me from public town hall meetings. Freedom of speech is under attack by the city ethics officer. Look her up. Everyone thought I was going crazy when I said she's sleeping with half the town. Specifically the the city mayor, the city auditor, (laughs) the city manager. Uh, Not the mayor, the the manager, the auditor, and one other guy. She got arrested a couple months ago for stalking the people I said she was sleeping with. (laughs) 
Mm. Round two, Trump retweeted me while I was driving a Costco uh, through the Costco parking lot. He retweeted a video of some Olympian swimmer posted on TikTok, McKinsey. Then some guy, uh, LA radio host on Twitter, retweeted it, put it on Facebook, or not put it on Twitter, and then the president retweeted it twice. Because of that, the little pervy uh, manager at Costco called the police and said that I was, you know, trespassing in the swamp. And they put some bogus crap in the newspaper. They put charges on me. They came to my house and beat me up. They put a $400 or $200 bail on me. For what? For driving a a flag on my own vehicle and holding a pro-life sign. Our free speech is under attack. Round two, what happened is, well, it's been a year. Every month I've been showing up, showing up, showing up, showing up. Finally, they said, would you like, like, from the beginning, hey, there's a veterans court available to you since you're a veteran. Would you like that? I said, sure. I've been asking for it, asking for it, asking for it. I had to be proactive about it. Hey, there's a veterans court. Great. I go to the meeting today, right? I went to court this week. They say, hey, go to the veterans court. Finally show up. It was the first time. Every time else has been on Zoom. So I go to the veterans program to the advocate to the public defender's office. I sit down. As soon as I sit down at my appointment for the public defender, here comes this dude in a tie. He says, hi, I'm an investigator. Fill out this paperwork. Put your statement here. Sign here. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa. I'm here on my own good faith to talk to my defender. And here I get interrogated by you. <laughs> and my defender's in the office and like she's cool with it. Anyways, I said, listen, I didn't make a big deal, but I'm here to do one simple thing and that's not to talk to an investigator. Have a nice day. There's a meme on Twitter of Shut the Fuck Up Friday. And that's exactly what I did. I did not incriminate myself. You don't need to talk to the police ever. Ever. I'm not discussing my day, sir. Am I being arrested? And then you? Exactly. So, I end up seeing my public defender, and she starts instantly. First time I see my public defender in uh, how long? A year, right? First time I see her. First time. This is instantly what she says. Hey, 18 months, supervised um, supervision, twice a month counseling, anger management, and this all goes away. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's in lieu of, and that's, you know, that's pretty much taking a plea. And you didn't even talk about the case. Like, you went straight to selling this program. Started in 2016 under, uh, uh, it was the Obama program. Aimed to get the health, or this is how they sell it to the public. The health of the veterans. There's an increase in violence, and we're going to, it's a public uh, health issue, and we're going to approach it with compassion. Well, when the government says compassion, that means more money in their bank. Who pays for these counseling and anger management and supervision? And, oh, supervision does come with UI. Urinary, no, UI, urinary, UA, I don't know. Drug test. You got a pee in a cup. All right. Other possible solutions. Changing subjects. Going back to what's going on with the... I'm sorry. Let me finish that first thought. TBI moment. We're talking about what happened when I went to the 
the fenders. She sells me on these all these crap, and I pretty much say no deal. Then she talks about how I'm an advocate. And I should work with their veterans programs to help me with bringing more uh, rev, uh, because she's been there and she sees it. And she thinks I'm a smart person that can speak. And I said, "What do you think I ran for office for? Like, why do you think I want to run office again? Why do you think I want to help veterans? I want not just help veterans. I want to help everybody. I want to make the whole system better. We got to cut out this crap." She really thought she was doing her job good, helping. But no, it's not helping. It's, it's indoctrination and getting us to toe the line, getting us to be compliant and going after the most aggressive people, the veterans, and getting them to subdue themselves with whatever psychological bullying these, these state doctors do with their, their, their diagnosis of and convincing you that you're a lunatic. No. Listen, you're a veteran and you did what needed to be done and we saw some shit and we got hit in the head and we're like wounded inside. Life happens. Okay. We get over it. Yes, we need counseling and therapy, but no. You do that with Christ as your compass. You do that with prudence. You do that with natural healing. You don't do that with institutionalization of pseudo academia and bullshit next topic of the podcast some candidates some possible three people you should know running for office and I'm not really excited about this segment but I want to talk about this segment I can't wait to talk about the last segment. When this last segment is possibilities happening in 2022, 2024, and August of 2021, still this month, what are possible options? So listen, no offense to this second segment, but I'm gonna run through it. Three people you should know. You should know Luis Miguel, running against Marco Rubio. You should know Willie, running for Congress. You should know Jimmy Legit, Running for Congress. Okay, they're all in the, the Fort Lauderdale, Orlando area. You should know these guys. These guys are spearheading the conservative movement in Florida. I don't see sweetheart Barbie Gall, Anna Paulina, who lost to Charlie Chris, looking like a Maxim model. I don't know how you lost to that. She's a turning point model. Okay, they're all a bunch of turning point models. The, the talking heads, the Bennies, the... Jim Rogan, you know, good guy, whatever, and, you know, the Kirk, they're all a bunch of pub, uh, Connecticut politician, like, like Republican clubs, but they're twerps about it. I, I just, I don't see them doing change other than aggravating college students. That's all I see them doing. Like this lady was so, is so hot and has such a great voice, but she lost to Charlie Crist. Okay. So I don't see an Anna Paulina being a spearhead of the conservative movement of Florida. I see these other grassroots candidates and I, I have an unlimited software platform because my biggest my biggest uh, challenge when I ran for office in 2022 in the largest district in the state for state senate and a, and a district that's never ever been Republican 
And I broke that record for grassroots conservative votes. And I did it on the Nichols budget and sweat and equity with petitions, the old school way of knocking on doors and holding signs like all day long in hot summer Florida. I got the record, but guess what? The party funded by Walt Simpson, funded by Matt Gates, his dad who just randomly got married this week. Matt Gates' dad was the president of the Florida Senate. They put together this fund in 2014, a Florida Senatorial uh, Recruitment Committee. Since then, they've campaigned and gotten to office some of Florida's biggest rhinos. Look them up. They got all F rates from the, well, F or D minuses or Cs or whatever, but poor, poor, poor rates. And their fight for faith, family, and freedom from the Faith Family Council. Okay, so they're not they're not good people that comes from this conservative recruitment campaign. That same campaign got against me, which is quote unquote the party campaign. And she did a lie. They they got behind this lifelong Democrat who says Black Lives Matter is a peaceful protest. And they said Ron DeSantis endorsed this lifelong Democrat who just so happens to just be a Republican now. Okay, so they recruited her, they spent money on the ad campaign, and they beat me. I got the vets for Trump Noble, the Noble um, endorsement, but it didn't come with the money bags like the Rhino Fund did. So what happened with that campaign? Well, Marva Preston beat me, but I got uh, still the conservative record votes because I consider her establishment. Okay, so she and guess what this establishment lady did? She lost on purpose to Lorraine Osley, and now we have a Democrat in office. So what are our possibilities in 2022? You have these guys like uh, Luis Miguel, Jeremy, Willie. And those are the only three I see him in, in uh, Florida. And I made this software, uh, ClickFlow, and t- Swamp Drainer campaigns. And it's unlimited communication and automation because the biggest struggle when I ran for office was being able to reach out to you know, like a, my population that I was running against. So like if I put in an email system, 400,000 emails, um, I'll name my competitors, HubSpot, uh, Salesforce, ClickFunnels. Um, if I put um, Constant Contact, Salesforce, if I put 400,000 contacts in this platform, it would be like two, $3,000 a month to run it on just the software. So I made an unlimited one. And sure, it's got some bugs. And you still have to use Mailgun. And Mailgun's not the best. But I'm working on it. And it's getting better. And now we have unlimited communication for a statewide audience. So if anybody came to me and says, Hey, here's a list of all the Trump donors of the United States. And you give it to me. And you put it in my system. We can email them at an affordable rate. Very affordable. We can do national campaigns. We just got to pay the gas money. Okay. And we're working a lot on, with Tesos. Tesos, people that were like making fun of us, but we were talking about it when it was under a dollar. Then we were talking about it two, three dollars. I told the wholesale market, uh, the investors, Larry's group in Largo, Monday nights at uh, the pizza on the four, by the 49th Street Hotel in Pinellas. Why did he have to move it next to the freaking jail? 
All right. Well, it's great pizza. But Monday nights, I told this room of investors, wholesale investors, about Tesos. I go, hey. When I told them, it was um, just touching three. And I was excited. I go, hey, it just hit three. Everybody, it hit three. Well, now, it's almost near six. And it's been like a week or two. So, I, we did our math. I see it hitting 10 very fast. And then I see it being the next $1,000 coin. Okay? Quickly. Not very fast, but quickly. And then over a couple years, I do see it taking out Ether. If you read the white paper and you're smart about this, you should know about Tezos. Tezos. XTZ, bro. You're welcome. So this unlimited communication, what else is a benefit and a challenge when you're running for office and these grassroots candidates people have? Is your data security. You're talking to, you know, Say, name a group. Say you have a yellow bandana and they don't like your yellow bandana and anybody who emails you or texts you or you're in the contact of someone that they don't like, your communication is at risk, okay? They will follow you. Your texts won't go through. Your emails won't go through. Your Not just your social media. Everyone's like talking, oh, Facebook. What are you doing still on Facebook, okay? Like, if you really want to do business, you got to do it directly. What did Donald Trump do? He, got, he left office. Did he go on a social media platform? No. He said, click here. You get my newsletters. You're welcome. That's it. You can go to the office of Donald Trump, and that's it. That's the only place to get any of his videos or his things. It's all in his funnel. You can do the, you can do the same. I pitched this at CPAC. There's videos on my Instagram everywhere. At CPAC to Mike Lindell. A week later, Frank's speech came out. Now, can I tell you if I'm the software developer behind Frank's speech? No. I can't tell you, but I'm probably not, (laughs) probably not. It was of that quality, frankspeech.com. All right, the last topic of possibly the longest uh, podcast, I'm going to do the Joe Rogan, but hey, he goes three hours. You're in at 17 minutes and I have an intro and I'm going to talk for another three to five minutes and that's it. I don't really go that long, but this is a Friday night and this is important. So I want to talk about our options, what we have going on in this country right now. We have the president abandoning uh, airport, leaving all the weapons uh, for the bad guys and then telling us there's different types of bad guys and the good bad guys are helping us against the bad, bad guys. And it's all hunky dory crap. We're watching a movie, folks. What was Trump's last move? He came out and said, in Fort Myers, who is this actor playing Biden? If there was an insurrection act and there was an actor playing Biden, and he is, uh, you know, the real Biden's in Guantanamo with Obama, we don't know. If that's said true and this so-called puppet is doing whatever the puppet masters are doing and then telling us and then incriminating the rest of them and then as soon as Kamala touches that pen, Pelosi and all of them will go down. I mean, that's plausible. Plausible. Not possible. Not not probable, but plausible. It's It could happen. Okay. So we can get our country back. I've been calling August 30th. That's my birthday. Romans 30. I turned 39 for my birthday. There's a uh, birthday special on BenjaminHarbovi.com. You can pre-order my book for $39, and you can make it keep it a uh, hundred. Um, you can keep it a hundred, and go ahead and throw in another hundred for uh, the launch. This is a mission and a vision that we're you're helping us. We are a 
a group of veterans and communities working together as a social enterprise towards a sustainable revolution. And my midlife memoir, Horbovi book, is coming out. Selfish plug. It's called Saving America. Trump's campaign is called Save America. Well, who came up with what first? I was in the room when they were talking about Save America versus Saving America. And I was like, listen, Saving America should be because it's what we're actively doing. We're not telling others to do it. We're doing it. We're doers. We're not tellers. Well, the rhinos, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I have Saving America. That's my book. It's a fight for faith, family, freedom. His campaign is Save America. It's two different campaigns. I'm not running for president. I'm trying to bring peace. Okay, so one option is we have president come back. Second option. Now, I don't like the second option. And there's a third option. And then it's the end of a podcast. The second option is 2022. Okay, he becomes uh, Trump runs for Senate or Congress. He, he does his little Trump stuff. And then while he's doing that, he's running for office. DeSantis is running for president. And then, um, you know, and then Trump can run for president against DeSantis. And DeSantis can be number two. That's option two. It's kind of option two and three. And then here's option four. Because those are kind of two options less than the one. Here's option four. This is a bizarre option. Not, you're not going to hear this other than me and my close circle friends of Smart Green Industries and the listeners of this podcast. This is kind of unbelievable, unplausible, but possible knowing the ego, knowing the persona, knowing how the champion mindset is, knowing how the conqueror, but we're more than conquerors. This is the greatest commission and we're going two by two to do this. What if President Donald J. Trump in 2024, didn't run for president, but ran for vice president under President DeSantis. If this happened, if this would happen, then the Dick Cheney role would be played by Donald J. Trump. You cannot impeach the vice president. Oh, man. It's a hard knock world for whoever's going to be the next Republican president. Most of the time, the VP role is for the Mason, the Skull and Bones candidate, because you always get to pick the president, and then they're like, hey, y'all, we did like a, a poll of like who knows who, and we came up with um, the president has a short list, and these are who, and, uh, you know, we don't have an option of the VP. Wouldn't it be cool if we can have like every two years an election for VP and every two years election for president, and they were overlapping four-year terms, and so that would be kind of a counterbalance, but we don't have that. We have a VP who's a silent man, and you, you shut people up to make if you want them to be VP. You, that's what you do. If you want them to shut up, you make them VP. Or that VP is in charge by the skull and bones. At CPAC, they were promoting, for the first time ever, before an election, what the polling numbers would be if it was Trump and this other person, Trump and this guy, and Trump and DeSantis was number one. Great. Nikki Fried's taking hot shots, Commissioner of Agriculture of Florida at Governor. Is he making any hits back? Nah. Dude's running for president in his mind, bro. Like, he ain't running for governor. He might be running for governor, but no, he's running for president, even if he is running for governor. You know what I'm saying? DeSantis Trump. 
Saving America, Tezos, and the BenjaminHarbovi.com book, Saving America. On the cover of this book is a world's tallest Jesus monument and a photo of my dad and I. In Poland, the monument was built taller than Brazil's monument. It's the Christ the King. of, And it's 20 miles where my dad grew up. My dad grew up in this little tiny town, beautiful town, where the only store is like the half the size of a Dollar General. And it's a train stop for the farms. Okay. And my dad grew up on the top of the train station, which was just a little tiny house. And his dad was the train conductor. He was an engineer. So this picture with my dad and I, I took the picture I made and I'm making it into an NFT, an NFT. And there's gas prices. You have to put the first, you have to mint the, the NFT. And that means you, you, I, I think, I don't know. I'm a rookie at this. I'm learning with you. Learn with me, help me learn, teach me. But I had to pay Ethereum uh, with Ethereum to mint it to lock my metadata of the specs of the imagery and then I can list it. And it's about 200 to $270 to list it, but then it can be sold. And I would like to make this NFT and raise money and it's on the cover of my book and then raise the money and build the world's tallest Jesus monument. All right, I'll leave you with this. Um, 2026, the world's tallest Jesus monument is coming to Florida. Is coming to Florida. In the path lane or nearby, where the 2018 world's uh, for the strongest storm of all time, a hurricane category five hit. Oh my, it was it was ter it was drastic. But looking back, because of the hurricane, it really, really, really brought a lot of light to darkness. The bit most sexual perverts um, in this district, the most corruption. The mayor of Pensacola or Panama City just got arrested for. Uh, recording 11 year olds in the, in the in in the shower all the commission of bay counties are pretty much indicted over embezzlements or stuff uh it's, they're almost worse than tallahassee but tallahassee is the worst most corrupt district in the states according to president trump so uh this world's tallest jesus monument is coming okay our, there's so much strife in the world not just in this area it's time to bring people back together at the foot of christ at the, of christ when I sat next to this World Saws Jesus Monument in this photo, I looked up and I was like, wow, Christ is huge. Instantly I thought, wow, this is dinky compared to how actual real Christ is. But that, 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 that Emmanuel moment, that touch of fire that I felt, I was like, people have to see this. Like, even if you're just driving by I-10, there's this big tall Jesus. Wow. It's cool. 250 years, one nation under God coming up. So we're America. My gift, my family gift, my Horbovi. Look us up. We're artists from Poland. I'm turning 39. It's my 40th year on this earth. And I'm starting by evangelizing and telling you the plausibilities we have, the options we have, where we are in this world, and what we're going to do about it, and what we're doing about it. And I'm building the world's tallest Jesus monument. We're raising money on Tez and with NFTs. And inside this tall Jesus monument, that to be a vessel to deepen your relationship with Christ and to evangelize and reflect his light through every corner of the universe. Inside this building, because I am Polish and we are mathematicians, we'll have an interplanetary data filing system 
you don't know what that means, look up Tezos. I already told you to look up the white paper. Gosh. We're going to have an interplanetary filing system. We're building on Tezos. It's going to be the best defense, okay, of IP and AI and all data security in the world because where's the next war? It's in AI. And when I spoke and had a cigar across the street from the Copernicus statue, and I had a Dumas 1934. Okay. A Dumas 1934. And I had it with the chief science officer of Poland. I walked up to him like, hey, man, that is a cool motorcycle. Nobody else just gets to park their motorcycle on this cobblestone. And he goes, yeah, no one's going to touch my motorcycle. They know who I am. And I go, hi, I'm Benjamin. I'm going to have a cigar with you. And he looked at me. He goes, where are you from? <laughs> I said, I, my father's from Poland. He's over at the White House. Uh, I grew up in, in Texas. And I'm running for office in Florida against socialism. He said, have a seat. Cognac. <laughs> so he, he snapped his fingers. Two cognacs show up. We talk for two hours. And he tells me, first of all, divine intervention, divine appointment. That just happened. That happened, man. Read more about like the wonderful epic things that happened in 2019 when I went to Poland with my father. That's in this book, Saving America, and how the Polish nation has saved the world multiple times throughout the universe, throughout history. That happened. I had a meeting with this, uh, with this computer science director of Florida, and this is what he says to me. Whoever spends time working for white hat AI data security over the next five to ten years could potentially save the world. So that's what we're doing, folks. We're not just selling QR menus. We're saving the world. Let me say this again. Write this down. Write it down. I'm not joking. What do you need? Big Ben's pen? You need a one pager? I got you. Write this down. We are a group of veterans and communities working together as a collective social enterprise towards a sustainable revolution. That's what we're doing. So when you use our software, you're not just helping vets save bees. You're saving the world. When you buy my book, you're saving the world. When you grow moranga.com, you're saving the world. I love you all. Thanks for listening to my podcast. It's a half hour. That's cool. Half hour podcast. I got you. I I have this old, um, I have this old, uh, intro and I used it. So I'm gonna give a shout out to, uh, you know, the birds make money gang who produced that intro birds make money <laughs> gang. All right, bro. I love you. God loves you. Remember, clickflow.com spelled with a Q. You know, life is hard. Our software isn't. <laughs>